Welcome to Don't Feed the Trolls, everybody. This is Matt speaking. We are a few days behind on releasing an episode this week. Uh, We've been super busy. I'm getting ready to go on tour with my band, The Classic Crime. And uh, Nate and I haven't been able to get together to record some ideas we've had. But we will be meeting. I'll be flying into Nashville. And we will be meeting up in person to track some uh, live episodes. Or not really live. There won't be an audience. But there will be... um, a guest in person, which should be an interesting dynamic. So we will have a brand new episode for you coming up next week, very soon. Uh, For this week, we're we're not going to leave you hanging. If you are not a patron over at patreon.com slash don't feed the trolls, then you have not heard this episode. This is uh, originally an exclusive episode released just for our patrons on the Flat Earth Conspiracy. Some of you might have heard about it. Um, it was an episode we did with Dan Smots, who does like a conspiracy theory podcast. Um, and he kind of played, I guess, devil's advocate to my belief that the earth is in fact a globe. And I got to admit, I was a little bit angry during the podcast at times, which, which maybe is why Nate and I decided not to release it to the public because maybe I was being, I don't know, inflammatory or disingenuous of, um, the flat earth conspiracy but uh but actually listening back i I wasn't i didn't come off as angry as i felt i I usually feel anger pretty intensely like my shoulder starts twitching (laughs) my blood starts pumping and uh and i think that i'm really angry when i actually think I, i held it together pretty good um but yeah i have major major issues with um i guess not only the theory but how it sort of implicates basically everything we know in the modern era due to science as fraudulent in some regards so i did take some offense to that but we wanted to play it for you because turns out it was it was decently entertaining so for those of you who are not patrons you will not have heard this unless you somehow pirated the exclusive podcast from our patreon um but first, I want to let you know, I'm flying into Nashville. That's where Nate and I are going to be recording some podcasts. Then I'll be heading out with my band, The Classic Crime, on tour with Matt and Toby. Matt and Toby of Emory and the Bad Christian Podcast. We're going to be riding along on the bus with them. They're going to be playing songs. We're going to be playing songs. We've got VIP tickets uh, where we do like a meet and greet. And we do photos. And we do a Q&A. And it's kind of just a cool little hang sesh before the show. So if you're interested in, in meeting up and meeting with the band, maybe you're a fan of the band, maybe you're not, maybe you just listen to this podcast, come say hello. Uh, the tour starts in St. Louis, Missouri, and heads to Little Rock, Arkansas, and then we'll be in Dallas, Texas, San Antonio, Texas, Mesa, Arizona, Los Angeles, California, Sacramento, California, Portland, Oregon, and then we end in my home city, home sweet home, Seattle, Washington at the crocodile so you can check out dates at theclassiccrime.com all the tickets and information are there uh this tour starts february 28th which is in six days and then it goes through to to march 10th so if you're hearing this now go to theclassiccrime.com and grab some tickets if you're interested of course and uh would love to meet you and see you out there um uh, if you want to know what the classic crime sounds like, if you've never heard of us, which of course we've shilled our bands, Sherwood and the classic crime, respectively, on this show quite a bit. So 
if you maybe you're new uh it's the music playing underneath me right now so if you like it come see it live all right without further delay here is an argument about flat earth I feel like I've known you my whole life, Matt. Well, right. <laughs> that is the way things are going. That's another conspiracy. It's funny because, because I went to the MXP Expire and Frenzy show last weekend, and I walked up to Mike Carrera, and I was like, hey, man, I was on your podcast, or you were on my podcast. He's like, oh, oh, oh yeah, internet friends. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, this is awkward. Okay. Mike's kind of aloof anyways. I mean, I, I, I've toured with him, and I've been on his podcast like in person, and uh, he might walk past me on the street and not even recognize me. So <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't take it personally. All right. So I'm going to try to round us in. Welcome, Dan, to the podcast. Dan, how do you say uh, your last name? Uh, it's it's not my official last name, but it is Smots. Dan Smots. <laughs> yeah, it's my yeah. alias. Oh <laughs> He's wow! Smart. So you really He's really smart. You, you're you're hiding under you're you're hiding from the government. Is that what it is? <laughs> no, not really. I'm not really that paranoid. Um, <laughs> it, it's a it's a high school nickname. Oh, sweet. Uh, All right. Gotta love gotta love those high school nicknames. My high school nickname was Fish. So why didn't that stick? Big fish, big fish. Uh, it did stick. Uh, some people still call it uh, call me by that, and uh, it happens. But every once in a while, it's just it's just has just such a dumb story attached to it that I don't even like to be called that because i have it's more i don't mind the nickname it's just more explaining why do people call you fish and i go i don't even want to tell you you know what i mean so dumb so i'll have to explain <laughs> to like my grandparents why i have the wrong last name so that's always fun you dishonor the yeah, family that is. <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah all right nate what are we well, doing well you could say okay so this is what we're doing we had a patreon write in and basically ask us and and i'm not going to go because i just did this in the intro but I basically just said, how do we know what to believe when it comes to conspiracy theories and all this different stuff? There's people out there that believe some crazy stuff. Um, and perhaps most people would say that the flat earth conspiracy theory, stuff like that is is pretty out there, pretty wild. Whereas my argument is Bigfoot, it doesn't seem like it's crazy. It's just an animal that lives in the woods and some people just are refused to. I don't feel like personally that's a crazy conspiracy theory. I don't know why it sort of gets hush-hushed. Um, and, but, but other than that, it just doesn't feel like it's absurd. Um, whereas some people would say flat earth is absurd. So I'm not sh sure exactly where you are on the flat earth scale. Um, yeah, we were just talking about, about how it's, how, how most conspiracy, conspiracy theories are a scale. I don't know if you agree with this, Dan, but like there are people who are like diehards into it. And so, then there are people who are sort of hobbyists and maybe part of their brain, doesn't believe it but the part that does is is the same part that's terrified in 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 a movie theater watching a horror movie there's some sort of you know little prickle on the back of their spine and they and they kind of like it it's kind of ooh, what if it is true you sure. know like aliens or whatever you know um <laughs> so there's there, there's a bit of a scale in my mind but i don't know um is flat earth just totally crazy uh yes yes it is so let's just start there <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, so, just give us a little uh, refresher on, on kind of what got you into talking about this and, and what you do. Okay, what got me into just conspiracies in general or into flat earth topic? Or podcasting. Okay, podcasting, sure. <laughs> just, every, just, a, just an introduction to who you are for our listeners. <laughs> yeah. We'll just start with everything, that's yes. fine. Um, so, 
Okay, I'll start with conspiracies because that's that started before any of the other two things. Um, I just started digging into things here and there. Just oh, this 9/11 stuff is a little interesting, whatever. And I mean that snowballed into. I mean, once you start, you can't stop. It's it's a drug. <laughs> you got to look into the next thing because YouTube is yeah. like, hey, if you like this, you'll also like looking into Sandy Hook and uh, this and this and the moon landing and all that. <laughs> and um, so yeah, it's just kind of snowballed into um just a, a an interest that i have um i find a lot of the cases that people bring up just fascinating and uh think that they should be looked into even if whether i believe them or not um as far as the flat earth thing that was fairly recently like within the last year that i started digging into that because as i'm sure you all have are probably still in the mindset of it's absurd it's obviously stupid um <laughs> which might be true and i will say that i don't I, I don't believe that the earth is flat but i also don't believe that we're being told the proper information about the shape of the earth as crazy as that sounds um so yeah i was just digging through some youtube videos and was like eh, let's give this nonsense a try and but what what is like the main just like <clears throat> i i honestly have no idea what the flat sure. earthers believe can you just give our listeners and matt and i just like an overview of like here's what it is you don't have to say you're in or out just what is it okay yeah well the thing about flat earth is that it can be tested actually and i know you, you you're gonna have some trolls that hate me even saying these things but um i'll own it i'm fine with it i'm all about uncomfortable discussion so <laughs> there are uh, i'm not like a mathematics guy if you want all the mathematics you can uh talk to somebody like marty leeds who came on my podcast he's a freaking math genius but um the mathematics don't really add up uh what they say as far as and yes i know i'm using they and i'm gonna get yelled at for it but <laughs> the mathematics don't add up as far as the curvature and you know how how far down something should be behind the horizon line based on how far away from you it is uh now we are able to uh, with technology we were able to see um, 60 to 200 miles across plains and across uh, flat bodies of water, and we can see much. We can see objects much further than we scientifically should be able to. Hmm. So, so that's the one tenant is that you can use a telescope and you can uh, you can point it out a across a, f a flat piece of Earth, and mm -hmm. you can see, you can test, you can go 200 miles, plant mm -hmm. a flag, and see every rung of that flag say you say you painted it and it sure. was red at the very bottom you could see the red and so yes. so uh, that's that's essentially what they're saying and that's that's a tested fact well yeah i mean there's tons and tons of different things like there there's hundreds of videos on youtube of people looking out across the water and seeing a ship supposedly disappear below the horizon and then you can zoom in on it and see every detail of that ship again um, and you can follow it much further than you should be able to. And there's a guy, I don't remember his name offhand, but he was, he took a picture from, uh, Michigan of the Chicago skyline, which is like 60 miles away. And, uh, if you run the numbers, it should, that whole skyline should have been well below the horizon line. So, oh, really? Based on the curvature of the earth? Yeah. That's interesting. That is interesting. Huh. So, so I guess the premise of the whole thing is, now, if that's like the first tenant, right? So we have evidence with our eyes right. that the Earth is not as curved 
as we are told, at least. So yep. where do you get from that to the Earth is a disk? Before before we jump into that, I, I sure. are you kind of saying that the Earth is kind of like, say, like if you had a piece of fruit that was round, but it had sort of an oval seed, and the fleshy part of the fruit is like the atmosphere. So when we look at the Earth from the space, it looks round, but but the actual dirt part of the Earth is more oval shaped. Is no. that okay? <laughs> no, I'm totally um, lost then. <laughs> well, that's fine. There's so much to this. Um, I mean, if you're into this stuff, uh, you're probably in the camp that thinks that the Earth is a flat disk. Um, maybe it's a disk. Maybe it just goes on and on and on past what we are able to explore. Uh, but there is a firmament overhead, as explained in the Bible, um, that is basically like a dome. So like all these shows and movies like Under the Dome and The Truman Show and all that. Basically, that's it. And you can't go to space and <laughs> you can't take pictures of the Earth and all these composites that we get of these blue marbles that all every single one, the continent continents shape change in shape and size. And there's like copied over composites of like clouds and things like that. Just shady stuff. So so basically space is kind of a myth if you <laughs> are into this. Um, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. OK, so. The implications of flat Earth. I mean, so get, let's go back to the beginning of it because obviously, once you imply that the Earth is flat, then you have to then implicate every single person throughout history who has said this is physics, this is astrophysics, this is how uh, planetary uh, shapes orbit each other, this is how gravity works, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So basically, sure. the entire history of science comes into question, which. At that point, uh, makes me highly skeptical um, yep. <laughs> of a conspiracy theory because it's throwing basically everything out the window and saying it's all basically at this point everything we know is a conspiracy. Um, but let's go back to the beginning then because you know once you make those implications, it gets too big to really dissect it. I'm going to go sure. back to, back to the to to the basic tenets here. So you have you have someone who can see for what they claim is a hundred miles and. The Earth is not curved. They can see an object far away. Now, yeah, that that begs the question: Why can you see that object far away? Or is okay. that two? Is that object that far away? And how can we confirm that? And three: Is the mathematics that we're doing about the curvature of the Earth correct? Have we been told it was correct, or are we sure that we're doing the correct mathematics? Um, and you know, there's a lot well, of if, there's a lot if of those questions mathematics about that. aren't correct. Sorry to cut you off. If those mathematics aren't correct, then that calls the scientific community into question as well, because that would mean that they're lying to us at least about something. Right. Or they're mistaken. Sure. Um, and, and there have been massive assumptions in the scientific community that they've brushed over. And then like a hundred years later, someone was like, no, 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 that whole thing's wrong. And then they correct themselves. Um, so science is it doesn't acquiesce in a way that we often want. Like sometimes it's a, it's a very slow, dull tool, and it plods on. And every scientist is trying to disprove a theory because that's as good as proving a th or, or at least building a theory. And it's a lot sure. easier to disprove a theory um, because you just poke holes in it. And that's just the nature of the scientific method: is here's your theory. Now throw all the hole, like poke all the holes at it and see if it stands up. Uh, that, go ahead. I think I think. Part of the issue with, and this is where I'm, 
I'm in the camp. I'm just trying to uh, I'm trying to find the leap between I see something well, on no, the horizon but... to all of science is, is nil. <laughs> it's not just based on <laughs> that one thing. There are but other, there is, other things yeah. as well. But there is like sort of some ideas on like one, there's corporate science. Corporate science tells uh, the consumer the science they want to hear to to further the, the 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 money chain, right? There's a lot of people that come sure. out and say, "Oh yeah, glyphosate glyphosate isn't bad for you." Yeah, nine out of ten doctors approve of this terrible thing that'll hurt you. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then there's like government cover-up science. So that's, I mean, this is a huge issue, right? Because whether or not you can trust the scientific literature is massive. I mean, obviously we can trust some of it, right? We built skyscrapers and bridges using uh, Newtonian yeah. physics and that works. And we can see those and touch those with our hands, you know, and that works. Um, so like the, some of the science seems to work pretty well. And, and we have evidence right before our eyes that those equations those same equations work, uh, you know, in engineering for a bridge, but mm -hmm. uh, but but then at some point we go well, it it doesn't answer the question of now now. Sorry, Dan, you probably have a lot to say, and we're not letting right. you talk at all. <laughs> no, you're fine. Go ahead. <laughs> Everybody's well, got to work through it on their own way. Yeah. Well, all I'm all I'm saying is all I'm saying is yes, you have corporate science, um, which is a is a totally different subject, and we can talk about whether or not science should be in 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 bed with business um but talking about the literature of like critical non-corporate science um we'd be throwing all that out as well so go back to the beginning okay we have we have a point in the distance that we can see that begs a question now whether or not we've answered that question correctly put that aside what else is sort of like begging the question what other piece of information confuses us about uh, what we've been told about a spherical Earth. Well, from from the digging that I've done, there is no evidence of a curvature on our horizon, <laughs> no matter how high you go. Uh, more importantly, if you go up, okay, imagine you're on a ball of any size. Uh, the horizon is curving down away from you, even if it's at such a minimal degree that you want to be able to see it. Correct? Sorry, go back, go back and say that again. I was just thinking about. I, I, sorry, I was thinking about the fact that you said there was no evidence for the curvature. Of the I'll earth come back on, to that. Okay, sure. If you're standing um, on a giant Earth ball, and you're trying to look at the ground, you can't see it because you know it's curving down. You can't see the bottom of the ball. Is that what you're saying? Well, imagine you're an ant and you're placed on a basketball. If you are slowly raised up off that basketball, you're. Are you going to be able to look straight out and see that basketball going straight out at your horizon or at your eye line? Or is it going to be going down as you go up? Um, if you go up in the air, no matter how high you go, the horizon line always stays at eye level, which indicates that it's going straight out, not curving down. You should have to look down at it. Well, I mean, then there's a host of people who have been in the Earth's atmosphere who have looked down and had spiritual experiences about seeing this pale blue dot. And then at mm -hmm. that point, you go... Okay, is that evidence? I mean, you have you have tons of photographic evidence, you have tons of uh, eyewitness testimony of astronauts and all that, and so suddenly you go, if we, they are all implicated in the conspiracy, and the conspiracy now grows beyond just science has lied to us. Then now it's astronauts, now it's all of NASA, um, eventually it's pilots. Pilots are all paid off. Um, any no, pilot that's, that's flown to over big. the poles 
is lying. It doesn't have to be that big of a club, really. Um, I mean, if you look at the military, this guy only knows what the guy above him tells him, and that guy only knows what the guy above him tells him, and they're informed not to say anything other than what they're told. Well, they only know that. Unless it doesn't have to be a giant amount of people. Unless you take into account uh, human nature. Which, on, on one hand, conspiracy theories love military testimony because it, if it supports <laughs> if it supports the theory, which is sure. people who are ex-military love to talk about love to talk about stuff, and so I don't think I don't think you can say not really uh, not a lot of them. Well, a lot of think, them, uh, them want to be blacked out. They don't want to talk. And well, I don't think you can say that that people will just accept information given to them and not ask their own questions. I think the human they, heart is curious. Of, if they're afraid of their safety, they are. Okay, well, that okay. That aside, so if you go up, you're saying that nobody sees the cur curvature, say they're on an airplane, nobody sees the curvature, and if they do see a curve, which I know if you get high enough, you should be able to. Should um, be. You should be able to. Then that would be some sort of optical illusion or... No, um, not necessarily. Uh, all the videos that are out there that show this curvature of an Earth in from like weather balloons or like the Red Bull jump or the Viceland cam that they sent up, it shows a curve, but it is very evidently a fisheye lens because, uh, I mean, you'll see this horizon line and it when it's in the middle, it's straight. When it goes up, it's uh, concave and convex like it's shifting back and forth. It's very apparent that that is the lens that is making that effect. Otherwise, we have to also that the idea that we have like a concave Earth as well. Okay, so, so the pic um, the pictures are are all fisheye. Then that's the way they answer that one. If if you go up and see a, a a curved Earth, then that is just a fisheye lens, and that's an optical illusion. Uh, in reality, nobody sees that. That's just a camera tr trick, essentially. Well, in the Red Bull jump, I don't, I don't know. I'm sure you probably haven't looked into any of this garbage, but uh, in there's this Red Bull jump where this guy goes up into the atmosphere and does a skydive, and it was for Red Bull, I believe. Sure. Um, so they there's a camera on the outside that shows this curve. Um, there, then it also like when the door opens, you can see a shot of the guy from the inside, and it's with a different camera, and you can see that this horizon line is straight out at eye level of the camera. And it is perfectly flat. Huh. And it, and yeah, so there's two different cameras, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And with a different kind of depth of field and 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 focus. I don't even know much yeah. about camera stuff. Okay, well, so so yeah, I, I mean, guess what I'm assuming is the Red Bull jump was thrown at the flat Earth community as, look, the Earth is curved. You guys are idiots. And the flat Earth community oh, no, it, went back in and and saw a different angle that sort of backed yeah. up the theory. Right, yeah, I mean, the Red Bull jump wasn't put out with the intention of being thrown at the Flat Earth people, but of course, you people know, debunkers do. use yeah. that against, and Flat Earthers use it for, so. I know, we were just talking, Nate and I were just talking about the um, the superiority and the arrogance of, of both sides of, of a lot of issues. I'm so sure. smart that I've figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's both both sides say that, right? Yes, well, and um, I, I hope I don't come across well, that way, because I freely say every single time I talk about this, I don't know jack shit, so <laughs> I, right. I'm totally fine with that. The next question that's always asked to me whenever I'm talking about some of these things is like, so why would they do all this? You know, and uh, it seems like the, the next question, the dumb question is, so if the Earth is flat or some kind of flat, 
Mm-hmm. Um, what's the point of keeping that information from the public? That's a deep question that brings up a lot of weird other <laughs> conspiracy stuff. Just to just to let people know, the flat Earth community is not um, is not necessarily unified in any of it. Sure. Um, so there's a Absolutely. lot of different theories about why and some of them are a lot more wacky than others oh you sure. looked into it matt are you a flat earther <laughs> no i'm lo- i'm looking at uh, a couple articles right now so i was sure yeah oh sure yeah my my personal favorite explanation is you know i mean there's you can dig into evidence of the occult in our higher up society um and satanic uh goings on in that world and uh so if they're if you're taking biblical stuff and all that into account um and going down that road um it would be satan is trying to hide god trying to discredit god's creation god's perfect creation where we are on this uh flat earth that has a dome over it a firmament and everything is what the bible says and uh there so god is okay, directly so... above us and we are not this Wait, is the bible, on a does the bible say there's a flat earth the Bible has about 75 verses that seem to imply flat earth, if not say it, yeah. There's wow. there's some verses that also imply um, a spherical earth as well. But uh, yeah. so is, there, is, there, is there a dark side of the moon? <laughs> but here's the thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, actually, I, I looked that up. There is a dark side of the moon. Pink Floyd really believes so. So do you guys <laughs> believe so? There is, yeah, oh. because the earth, uh, the moon rotates around the earth basically at the same speed uh, it takes about a month for it to spin. So the side we see of the moon, it is the side um, that it's spinning to. So we actually don't ever see the back so the moon's, side. So the moon is round, but the earth is flat. I don't know. That's Ask, Matt. Those uh, are Matt's words. No, no, no. no. I, <laughs> well, no, I know. I'm just saying, is that, is that, the, is that the... Let me go back. Let me go back to this. So the this is a <laughs> biblical literalists essentially taking 4,000-year-old... Uh, words and just wholesale ripping them and going this is exactly <laughs> what was meant by that and what what are these verses well there's the firmament and behind the the water was divided this is genesis uh, uh, you know this is just well, like there's a, isaiah four corners of the earth four corners of the earth three different times mentioned right uh, the four corners he made the earth the four stationary cor- basically the four corners would uh is is also like a like an ancient way of understanding the four directions, the north, south, sure. east, west, and the four winds that come from those directions and how that changes the seasons, etc. So, I mean, just to wholesale rip it and not really do like an well, ex- if you can see, If you can see four angels standing at four corners of the earth, how does that work if it's just directional? Well, if it's four corners of the earth, how come we have a disc? Okay, so <laughs> great question. <laughs> um, so if you imagine... It also the Earth is the Lord's footstool, which is interesting. Uh, um, so I, uh, can we like, can we just can we just sit on that for a second? Sit on that footstool. <laughs> this is metaphorical speaking, right? This is not right, literal right. scientific post enlightenment speaking. This is ancient people using metaphors to explain reality in their day. It's not science, sure. right? So. And they didn't see it as it's science. Not like they Noah, said, it's not like Noah's Ark, where it's like build it for cubits. They, they didn't. They whatever, didn't see right? it. They didn't see it as. Listen, kids, this is God's footstool. Literally, if you say that this is God's chair, 
you're going to burn. Like they didn't, that, that's the way we see truth, right? Like, especially when we've marred our religious ideologies with, with science in, in the post enlightenment age, but that's not the way that Bible people saw things. So like taking a metaphor and going, well, that's literal. Um, sure. and, and that, and and that I, points not, to something. I'm literal. playing devil's advocate here. I, I, I barely even believe that, uh, the Bible is inerrant. So <laughs> I'm just playing devil's advocate. Right, throwing right. out. No, points. no, I, I don't think I'm arguing with you at all. I'm just, uh, sure. I, I'm taking the points and going and, and holding them up and flipping them around and trying to, trying to mess with them. So but there is, there is, you know, there isn't, there is some confusion there with the Bible verses that perhaps the earth isn't what we think it is, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they mm-hmm. did the, uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead, continue. I can't, I can't sit on that one too long because I'll, I'll blow a lid. It's just, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's how everybody feels right now. Unbelievable. <laughs> so the corners, if you look up like a flat earth map, it's, uh, so there's actual, a square with a dip circle or not a dip, but a circle in the center with the dome over it. Um, yeah. And we can talk about more Bible verses if you want to, or we can get into more interesting stuff. No, no, the Bible is not. Yeah, give us the give no, us the no, no. Stuff. Stay away from stay away from the Bible. If we're gonna judge this based on science, Don't let's stick with science. Bible. But but knowing <laughs> simply knowing that this is motivated by biblical literalism just really discredits the whole theory off the bat to me, because right. the Bible is just by all Bible scholars and theologians. It, it, you can't do that with the text. It's not, you have to go deeper than just wholesale ripping things into English and saying, that's what this means. Um, I just, so let's just keep the Bible out of this. Let's talk about the science and, and maybe talk about how all the scientists are liars and what they've been paid potentially. <laughs> well, let's go back to history. Um, uh, Admiral Byrd was an explorer, like the most world-renowned explorer back whenever, I don't remember, um, facts and all that. <laughs> uh, so he explored the North Pole and, and attempted to explore Antarctica. And when he did explore Antarctica, he had several expeditions there. Um, he, In his first expedition, he informed everybody, told uh, all the news media and everybody that this well of natural resources, you know, oil and coal and everything, all this stuff is there. It's a gold mine. And um, so he does another exploration, goes further, and supposedly runs into this 200 to 300 foot ice wall, uh, That which, for those that don't know, I guess this hasn't been pointed out, um, Antarctica, in this theory, is not on the bottom. It is it's in the actually... No, it's all the way around. Oh, it's the, the edges, outside. right? It's the edges. My right. bad. So the Arctic is in the center. Yes. So there's this ice wall that cannot be climbed uh, because it's treacherous. By the and... way, we're not just throwing away physics and astrophysics here or the way that objects move around each other or gravity or any of Newton's laws. We're also throwing away all of meteorology, <laughs> all of weather science, um, and, and how – because we're talking about poles. We're talking about – um, mm-hmm. the earth core and then how the sun coming across the earth and how that warms things, um, at the equator, like that's all out the window. The equator is out the window, essentially. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, cool. <laughs> just, just, so, just checking. So there's, there's, <laughs> there's this giant wall of ice going all the way around. 
which would make sense if there's this giant dome that is surrounding us and it's colder on the other side. Whatever. Um, so they set up this new exploration that is called Operation High Jump, um, which is telling. And then after they do Operation High Jump, which I might not be getting my timeline right, so don't fact check me. Or do. Look into it on your own. But <laughs> um, So after Operation High Jump, they come back and uh, there's this uh, – well, they set up the Antarctica Treaty, which all the powerful nations agreed to sign where nobody can explore Antarctica anymore. You can't go deep into Antarctica on your own to just find these things out for yourself, which, of course, you would have to have giant expedition in order to do so. But uh, after that, they have Operation Fishbowl, which is a telling name also, in my opinion. <laughs> but uh, they this operation was where these countries were literally just firing nukes up into the air, straight up, um, all at the same time. And it was supposedly to test how our atmosphere reacts to nuclear explosions, um, which who put these guys in charge that are allowed to <laughs> shoot nukes up into the air for science? Um, seems like a terrible idea to me. But So people would – and if you look <laughs> at the footage, it seems a little fishy like they might be running into something up there. Um, just some weird history stuff that is <laughs> uh, used in this nonsense. Right. But right. what if what if what if this is kind of like something in the back in the day where a couple people discovered something and we're all wrong, but we think we're right. Um, I think the hard part is is that like in the age of information, we still don't believe. And this is kind of what I run into I guess all the time with the Bigfoot thing is everyone goes we would have known. We have so much technology. There's no way we can't know everything. And uh, I, I, I just sort of think that it's kind of foolish to just pres presume that we would completely – like there's no chance that maybe something's a little bit weird here. Yeah. Maybe there's something, right? I, I, think, I think it's a far leap to go from there's something we don't know to every single – professional scientists who understands the universe You can't make that leap way. in 30 minute discussion on Skype. Either, oh, absolutely so. <laughs> not. Absolutely not, but but what I'm saying is they they make that leap with a justification. They go, there's something we don't know, therefore, eventually, maybe in 16 days, they get to mm -hmm. every single scientist who's ever <laughs> studied all those mathematical equations that build bridges um don't work outside of the dome or something like that. Like that's not the way, that's not the nature of the universe. And so therefore they're lying, not only because they can't not only be mistaken, right? Uh, they have to be lying f for it to be uh, believable for a conspiracy theorist in this regard, right? Like they can't just, there's no way all the, mis all the scientists are mistaken. So there has to be nefarious so, activity. Does the earth then look kind of like a, like a cake bowl, like like a cake baking bowl, where it's kind of like a little bit round, and then it kind of get. Is that is that what you're talking? Is that or is it completely? People think it's completely flat. Well, is there any shape? To basically, it? completely flat. Um, it might dip down underneath. Who knows? But it's basically completely flat. So all the uh, all the explorers who mm -hmm. who have gone around the world, they've just kind kind of done a circle around the outside. Yeah, well, you, you got to look at the map to understand, like, how that would work. Like, if the North Pole is actually in the center and the South Pole is actually all the way around the outside and your compass is telling you that you're going east, you're going to go east and you're going to end up back in the same place because you're going in a circle. 
Okay, so yeah, because if a compass if a compass doesn't work, if a compass will hook you around back to where you were, uh, that just that's weird. So there's no real due east. Yeah. It's a due arc. It's a it's it's not a it's not a straight direction. Right. There Plain. are no four corners in that regard. Then. <laughs> <laughs> it's so a the circle. Four corners are outside yeah. the dome. Four east corners outside the dome. East is a circle. So what happens when you get to the edge of the earth? Do you fall off? There's a dome. You can't. There's and either a dome. Some no, people you hit, you say hit that the wall. They're... You hit the Truman Show wall. Basically, I mean, that's one theory. Some people also believe that uh, this 200, 300 foot wall of ice, we wouldn't be able to get over. So, um, there and stretches oh, out. Great, I love uh, this. It's past like, that, it's in- like Game of Thrones, the wall. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Winter <laughs> is coming, my friends. And I would actually prefer a world in which zombies raided us from the Northlands. Uh, <laughs> oh man, so. So, so what percentage of you believes in this? Uh, you really gonna make me answer that question? Hey, you made um, me do it on your. You're podcast. obvious. <laughs> you're obviously. Uh, um, I mean, I think hey, I, I made I, you do it in the bonus content. <laughs> I think you're. I I think you're into it. I think maybe it's like you're. Uh, maybe maybe you don't want to hey, be made fun hey, of for it. But hey, that's I, fine. I put it out there a hundred percent that I believe in Bigfoot, and people have left this podcast in droves no they haven't <laughs> so... they love you for it it's popular yeah, i believe though. in bigfoot honestly I'm i would probably i would probably gain more listeners to my show if i said i believe this 100 percent, but i don't um i i mean maybe there's a part of me that doesn't want to just because of uh publicity sake i, I don't want to be the flat earth guy necessarily but i don't have any problem with saying i think that there's a fairly decent chance that this might be accurate and like i said at the beginning at the very least i don't think that the earth is exactly what they say it is how do they get in the day but how do how do they get from... <laughs> what you say it is then how about that <laughs> yeah well i don't i don't actually know i trust the professionals um and not blindly by the way because i'm looking you know i can look at, at city skylines and i can see our technology and how far it's advanced and so i know that we have more power in in our pockets in our iphones than than any civilization before us could ever imagine and so individual intellect it's still spinning though right it's still spinning but it's just flat it's not (laughs) so it's it's flat so yeah so basically newtonian physics out the window completely so everything that that you see was built on equations that essentially originated with isaac newton um and all of those laws of physics, those fundamental laws, yeah. What what is gravity are then? Out the window. Well, the idea of gravity is much simpler on a flat Earth than it is on a globe, in my opinion. Up is up, and down is down, and heavy like things with more mass go down. Why? Can you explain gravity? Can you explain why a giant thing spinning spins fast enough that things get sucked into it, but the Big Bang also explodes them out of it? A giant thing spinning. No, it's it's the law of mass. So mass is is magnetic. That's essentially what gravity is. So the idea that small things are drawn to big things. So the moon rotates around sure. the earth and we're drawn to the earth because the earth is the biggest thing close to us and if there was something bigger, uh, the earth's sure. atmosphere would likely fall apart and we'd be drawn to that. Yes, yeah, I I have such a I have such a big heart that Matt's I'm pro- drawn to mine. I'm probably 
Exactly. I'm probably saying that way wrong. <laughs> and gravity, such a small heart. And gravity is a, gravity is an unknown. <laughs> I'm probably saying that all wrong. And someone who actually understands gravity probably, but I, I don't think it has anything to do with spinning per se. Um, the theory of so the theory You've ever of, been on like that gravitron that ride when it's spinning, you're like, you know, things get weird. So you start floating up, and you just I, you can kind of understand that like something happens weird when things start spinning so the, the theory of relativity is is essentially einstein's e, e equals mc mc squared which is essentially like when you're driving along and you're moving at 60 miles an hour in a car you can hold a cup of coffee and if the road is relatively flat it won't spill um, or you can put it on the dashboard even if the road is flat and that coffee is moving in relation to the car and therefore there is no exchange in um, or diversion of energy. The coffee's not going to spill. But if you slam on your brakes and slow dramatically the speed of the car, the coffee will then spill over because it is traveling at a speed faster in relation to uh, the thing beneath it. So that's how we're all standing on Earth. It's a theory of relativity. It's us, essentially us in the car. You know, So the, the Earth's spinning, we're not going to spin off of it. And just understanding that principle and that I think that equation, uh, which has helped us build all this, all this civilization, that equation is fundamentally true and testable and true. And then to say, well, that's not true. That Throw that away, too. Einstein was a liar and a fraud, too, I guess. Is that what they're saying? Not necessarily. Maybe he's wrong. That's all. Einstein's wrong, but I'm right. That's what <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> no, but that's what the theory says, right? Einstein's wrong, Newton's wrong, Darwin's wrong. Uh, basically, the Bi like these are these archaic texts, totally misinterpreted out of the Bible. That Bible scholars wouldn't even uh, affirm those interpretations at all. That's what I'm going on, and then I use my eyes and I draw, the, I connect all these dots. And what's the intent? I think the intent is far more nefarious. It's about identity. It's about wrapping yourself around an identity of meaning because you lack meaning. Your, your, your life is bereft of meaning. And so you want something meaningful beneath the surface. And I think that's what draws people to this. Like science is hurting my literalist reading of scripture. So therefore, I need to find the great conspiracy of science. And I, I, don't debunk think it's it. that. I, don't, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that. I think it's I think you have people that are totally atheists that, that, that might believe in this. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, there's quite a few that point this to alien existence and us being uh, trapped inside this dome also. So there, there's a bunch of different I just, ways actually, this The funny go. thing is I just read this Under the Dome by Stephen King. It's a good book. And yes, so, it, was, it was aliens. Okay, so you can't get out of the dome, which means we never went to the moon. So anybody who's ever gotten to the dome, and no one's gotten there, or they've gotten there and they've, I mean, how do they explain, like, Everyone's lying about it, and why oh, would they, and why would they lie about it? I mean, well, let me just read from one from one website why they would. Okay, here um, we go. Why would generations of scientists lie? Well, they are leagued in conspiracy against God. Why else? Even though many of the scientists were deists at least, and not atheist at all, and some many famous scientists were Christian. Uh, here's 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 what a website says. The number one reason they lie is a biblical and gospel-related reason. The ball earth is the foundation for evolution and the Big Bang, which both put God completely out of the picture, which I don't think they do. I think that's a huge assumption. But, I mean, essentially, here, let's just stop here. Science says everything came from nothing. Well, 
okay or or exploded well what is the source what is the singularity what is the explosion that could easily be god so it doesn't put god completely out of the picture but then they're going to say if the world is run by the satanic elite which it is then their primary goal would be to discredit and hide god making us believe he doesn't exist without the globe earth lie all of satan's deception are blown out of the water that's what it's <laughs> it there you go even say Take satan's that. <laughs> deceptions it says satan's deception hey. are blown out of the water hey. um which let's take a boat let's take a boat to the end of the dome baby yeah <laughs> um, we can't go into antarctica because of the antarctica treaty that's the problem uh you can fly you over wait. you can fly over the the arctic no problem though you oh, go that's over parts they, of yeah. antarctica so if you were in a plane and you kept going, you'd run into the wall. If that were possible, then yeah, planes. In theory, yes. Planes go over the poles all the time, though. If you look at um, the flight paths on on websites. And how come when you fly in the airplane, like if you fly to Japan or something, when you're flying to Japan, it takes like an extra hour, and when you're flying back, you you fly back at a shorter time. Well, I, I don't remember the specifics on this, but there's actually a lot of theories around flight paths. Uh, there are a lot of flight paths uh, that don't make any sense uh, if on a globe that make more sense, the path that they take on a flat Earth, because uh, that's more of a straight line on a flat Earth. And that's really all I can say on that. Um, but um, there also, if you track the GPS of different flights, things in the southern hemisphere tend to, when they... They take off, and you can track them all the way to the ocean. And then once they get over the ocean, the, the GPS or the tracker just cuts off, and then it reappears if you follow it all the way to its destination. It reappears right before it gets on land, which one might speculate would be to keep people from realizing that it's going in more of a straight line to go this way, and it doesn't make any sense for them to be going under or around or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's not necessarily as convincing, but that's another little nugget, you know, and I think a lot of these theories go on the nuggets. It's like, you know, the melting point of steel, man. And they just keep going back to the nugget. <laughs> oh, I'll give you nuggets, yeah. buddy. I'll give you some big old <laughs> Bigfoot nugget. I mean, <laughs> when Bigfoot you can take your, your nuggets face, and shove it if you're saying big. that every scientist of all time is either lying or or wrong about their mathematical equations that have been proven functional in the real world that we can touch taste and well, you feel. know what matt you know what's going to be funny is if humans don't believe in this this shape of the earth we end up killing ourselves because we don't understand things and bigfoot inherits the flat earth <laughs> if, and takes over that is that would be great if i think we deserve bigfoot to inherit the flat earth if we have this kind of <laughs> it is idiocy floating around the internet uh, masquerading as as science it's just not no i'm i'm not saying i believe in it all, at all i just i just think that man there are there are nuggets there are yeah, some and damn here's the good thing, nuggets. and we've talked about this before, and they've done studies on this. The human brain finds pattern in meaningless information. You can show people meaningless bits of data, 
and asks them what the pattern is or what it means and their brains will naturally go to make a pattern because human beings are meaning makers we make meaning out of meaningless things and that's how we can function in society the problem the problem with people today is that we have relatively meaningless lives we live on the surface of everything most of our days are spent looking at a blue screen and we want to go deep we have this natural void in our lives that is magnetized to meaning and because of the proliferation of falsehoods on the internet it's so easy to go find meaning and and get that 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 natural desire sated by conspiracy theories and that's why people are attached to it and they also attach meaning to to their identity so once they've figured out what's underneath the surface and their meaning making soul is sated they now have an identity where they know something that other people don't and they have arrogance about that and and feel superior to people that's just the way it, it is i mean people well, make no, meaningful no, connections no. that aren't i'm the one that's saying these guys are ignorant who's being more superior here? I'm not saying they're ignorant. I'm saying they are. I'm that was your word that you used. Well, yes, I'll, I'll say this. They're being ignorant of all the science and all the people who have put, dedicated their, sure. their lives to studying this in a provable way. Like, I'm, I'm just saying, go look at a bridge when you drive over it. All the theories that they say are, 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 are foolish and lies built that bridge. All the, all the mathematical equations, all the physics, all the engineering, all of that has used equations that they say are wrong. So that's what I'm saying. It's it's ignorant of the science that is proven true in the real world. Sure. I You're probably right. <laughs> so, uh, Matt, you said earlier uh, that, of course, it is a giant leap to go from, you know, this thing doesn't add up to the Earth is flat. And absolutely, I give you that. Um, now, if you did the test yourself and you knew that the equation was absolutely right in what science is saying and you found out that this one thing doesn't add up. What do you do with that information? Yeah, I would ask a number of different questions. So here I have a theory using the scientific method. You have a theory. You put a, you put a post in the ground or whatever. You have your telescope and you, you're able to see for 200 miles in some place on Earth that who knows exists. <laughs> but, it, you know, that, that isn't obstructed. You have a view at least. Um, that there's nothing in the way. And then you put that thing down 200 miles away, and then you go back 200 miles, which takes you hours and hours and hours, obviously. And then you look at it through the telescope, and if you see it, you go, wow, I shouldn't be able to see that based on... Now, this is assuming that you do the curvature equations properly, right? Um, right. And so there you have one test, right? And if it begs the question, I shouldn't be able to see it, that math is correct. I've tested it, and I can see it. What are other factors that would help me see it? Is there an optical illusion? Is there an angle that I'm taking that I'm not, I'm actually looking down at it instead of straight on? Am I really doing all the equations? And you start to try to poke holes in that instead of just going from, I can see it, then 15 decisions later, the earth is flat, which I think people just jump to that. Like if you have a theory, test your theory, prove your theory, prove your theory, by throwing Absolutely. all the data at your theory and don't just move from one saying, okay, it's not flat. So then what? It's, okay. Well then the scientists were wrong. Okay. So then what? Well, NASA's a bunch of Satanists. Okay. So then what, you know, <laughs> and like it, 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 it's not the scientific method. That's why it doesn't stand up against science because science well, uses the you method. Say that, you say that, but there are, I mean, and you'll probably disagree with this, but 
there are countless numbers of people who dig into this stuff, and they start out, all of them basically have the same story. I heard about this, thought it was complete bullshit, uh, so I started to try to debunk it. And after this test, this test, this test, this test, I'm tr really, I don't necessarily believe it, but I'm having a hard time debunking it, and this stuff is kind of starting to add up. Um, I mean, it's not just guys, you know, yeah. YouTubers being like, oh, I watched this video. I mean, that's me because I haven't done the tests. I don't but doubt that I, there's that there's there's those people. But for every one of those, there's another that looks into it and debunks it on YouTube as well. You know, so there are those who who see and those who believe, <laughs> you know, blindly that this is even possible, that a conspiracy of that large with that many people involved is even possible. And I guess that's that's kind of like backing myself in the corner just to say that a conspiracy that large is impossible. I believe that Bigfoot is far more possible because there's so much we don't understand about even, you know, we've explored 5% of our oceans, for instance. But to say that and after talking to Nate yesterday, I agree with you. <laughs> well, exactly. And so there's there's there should there are Here's the fact. Here's yeah. the fact. There are creatures in the forest that we have not discovered yet. It's a fact. They're nocturnal, probably. That's why we haven't discovered them. That's a fact. We will discover them. And and so whether or not it's a Bigfoot, I don't know. But but I'm saying there's facts, right? But to say that all of science that we can testably prove in in reality to be true is is now false, that's a huge claim. And then to say that the major like everybody, all the scientists are lying because they're paid off. I think that just negates the nature of human nature. Like people don't sleep at night if they live with this cognitive dissonance of that level. Like people always expose. And I think the lack of scientists and the lack of data on the flat earth thing really discredits it. And the fact that it's rooted well, you're in saying a that there's a lack of scientists, a lack of data, but have you really looked into it to see if there are the scientists and the data? You can't just say they're not out there. So it doesn't exist. Um, have you looked into it is 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 a thing I hear a lot. I know. I know. You know? <laughs> and I, I tried to avoid it. No, but, but here, I, I, I'm, I'm but, sure there's 10 people out there that are screaming at me for not presenting this in the proper way. No, no, so no. So there's I'm not sure. really anything else I can say other than, are there, yes, well, do look into it. <laughs> just tell me, are there scientists, real physicists <laughs> and engineers who are like practicing in the field, uh, who are who are researchers who say, yeah, flat earth, totally. Probably, and if I find them, I'll let you know. <laughs> All right, because I would guarantee anybody who would denounce Einstein, denounce Newton, denounce, they're not scientists. It's called pseudoscience. <laughs> you know, people who say that the the world as it is, proven by all these equations, does not make it just doesn't make sense to me. Like you know, um, and then and then just the breadth of it, just like all the pilots who are like, yeah, I flow, I, I fly over the poles, you know, they're all liars somehow. And then all the astronauts who, who've been out in, in orbit working on space stations or going to the moon, they're all liars. Um, and I know there's a whole conspiracy about the moon landing too, but just the fact that they all are lying is, uh, is just improbable knowing what I know about human nature. You just can't be no, sure. No, 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 no. I mean, it be with, sure with your sins landing. will find you out, right? If you want to use the Bible. No, no, the moon landing. <laughs> the moon landing. It would. It would be like. It would be like a few people knew, um, and uh, the rest of NASA was all 
going forward with the plan as usual. It's just the broadcast is different, and we're just a few people. I mean, most of the time, people think that everyone had to know but and Buzz everyone Al- would be lying. But Buzz Aldrin is a liar, essentially, right? Well, correct. That's what correct. they would say. Yeah, Buzz Aldrin's what, yeah. been lying for years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what basically, you know, what would have to have happened to kind of live this theory down is if someone sat him down and said, "Look." The whole space program is going to get shut down if we don't make this happen. So, yeah, you're going to have to go through with this crazy idea to keep the space program going and to keep us number one in the world. And then you're going to have to do interviews. You're going to have to do interviews for the rest of your life as a complete fraud. What that does to a human being, I think we just undermine the fact that a human being will blow the lid off everything for their own integrity eventually if they've not been completely suffocated. He's out there going, doing interviews on the whole thing and like nonstop talking about it. Like the cognitive dissonance eventually breaks someone down. Uh, And then we're not just talking about him. We're talking about probably 600,000 scientists, all liars, all doing the same thing. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't think people, what I'm saying is I think that, that, you know, you, yeah, you don't question things that are. You just kind of move on from the fact. You know, like here's here's the truth. It's it's my buddy's a nurse, right? And he says when you're diagnosing a patient or you're trying to figure out what it is, it's like the patient has has their own ideas, and they go, "I think it's a zebra," and you go, "Well, it's probably a horse." You know, like <laughs> zebras aren't really in this part of. You know, if you thought it was a zebra, it's probably a horse. And it's it's always going to be the closest between you know the closest uh, path between two objects essentially that's where the truth is it's it's in the easiest description, and the easiest description is not that all these scientists are all lying like thousands and thousands of people over hundreds and hundreds of years lying that is a, a that is a preposterous thing to propose to people, and it's just it's the easiest way is that they're not that's. That's the truth. The truth is is that they're not lying. So, I mean, that's that's at least one of my defenses against a lot of these conspiracy theories that tend to implicate massive amounts of people. Bigfoot doesn't implicate that many people. I mean, you might say, well, park rangers, they want people to go to the park, so they hide it or whatever. Like, that's fine. A couple park rangers implicated, okay. But all of we know about modern science out the window, I... You can't. I don't. I don't know how you can get there. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Silence has creeped over the podcast. Good monologue. I'm not sure where to go from there. <laughs> yeah, Matt's a Matt's a Matt's a tough guy to try to get that brain of Matt's to to roll over <laughs> on a different side. But you know, it's all right. It's we, all right. We, we keep we keep we keep pushing him on that bed, but he just he, he doesn't <laughs> want to roll over ever. No. <laughs> can't can't do it for flat earth sorry hey you know what this this whole thing has been a big conspiracy to get matt to finally say bigfoot exists it's far and really more yeah believable <laughs> than flat earth please so flat earth accomplished what i wanted to accomplish which is to redeem myself Totally redeem. Make yeah. you look totally sane because well, there's crazier yeah. people out there than you. <laughs> yeah, well, Nate oh, yeah. Nate loves to troll people, and I've been trolled with this whole topic. So you're welcome, everybody. <laughs> Nate fed the troll. Oh, I fed it. I fed that troll. Fed He's him. just lying firm in his bed, and he will not move. <laughs>
I don't know. I mean, this 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 is like this is one of those subjects. It's going to take a long time to even understand what the what it is. I still am really confused. I'm. It's fascinating. Um, your little meaning maker. Think... Your little meaning maker in your heart perks up oh, and goes, "Ooh, well, some meaning. I like meaning." Uh, Matt, like you would a have a meaning maker meaning. in your heart if you had a heart to have it in. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> in my heart there's only that's jesus why, dan only jesus oh not conspiracies so, that's why the gravitational pull of my heart is wor- working on mats but you know uh uh i, I will i will say that uh i i will say that i'm consistently arguing that we know so much less than we think we do and right. and there are people who do control the information and they are motivated to control information. Well, why don't they shut down all these flat earth sites if it's going to blow their whole thing wide open? Well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that's always different. They could right? do it, and they're, they're very powerful people. They've got 600,000 scientists shaking in their booties. No, I don't think so. I think that it's... Uh, <laughs> I came up with that number at t- random, by the way, so don't, don't quote <laughs> me on keep- that. They keep it at the tabloid section for a reason. We all look stupid, but uh, there might be some nuggets in there, Matt, that are going to shake so you, we, we can't wake even, you up. The, at this night. whole thing has just been uh, flat Earth. We can't even talk about what fake news is and what is peer reviewed and what is worth. Like, how do you diagnose a theory as as something valid and true? Are there actually true scientists doing the scientific method and research on it? and and is it peer-reviewed, and is it from a reputable source? I mean, those are the things that I'd really care about. But I think the problem with Flat Earth is that it flo- it exists in this realm of the Internet that just isn't reviewed at all. It's not it's not accredited. It, nobody validates any of it. And so when people say to me, do your research, I'm like, that's not research. That's spam. That's... Who's the Bill Nye of Flat Earth? Who's the guy that's actually like legitimately saying, look into it? Uh, there's quite a few, actually. <clears throat> Honestly, I've jumped around between a couple. I had a guy named, like I said, Marty Leeds on my podcast. He talks about a bunch of different uh, conspiracies, and he's really big into numerology and mathematics and that type of thing. Does lectures and all that. Um, a guy that I recently discovered is uh, Rob Skiba, and he does he's into a whole bunch of different things too and he he is one of the ones that i was saying uh he started out just ignoring this theory thinking that it was complete waste of time and then you know heard some ideas and so did some tests performed them quite a few of them and is still ongoingly performing them and he says i don't believe this 100 percent, but it's starting to look that way to me and so he's a guy that i would dig into a little bit um he gets into some of the biblical implications as well so just interesting stuff there well i believe weird, when, weird, weird. I mean, when I... spacex gets off the ground and everybody can just go float around in orbit for a bit this will all be put to bed rather quickly I, I have a theory on that yeah my theory is that spacex will get off the ground and it will blow up in space and that will set the whole thing back 25 years and we won't be able there won't be people asking about this again because it's too big of a liability he's already had a rocket blow up on a on a launch pad but i don't think anything's going to stop mr tesla <laughs> so <laughs> yeah just just throwing that out there when that happens just 
you know, have your little heart feelers perk up a little bit. And, when, uh... <laughs> when the whole when the whole <laughs> thing goes down. Yeah. Well, if it yeah. does, if there is no private. Um, so in a sense, the space station and everything, that's that's false, too. So the Russians are lying about it as well. And the Chinese. Yeah. OK. It's, well, yeah, basically, uh, there are some people that believe that so there are some people that don't even believe in the dome. They think that we can go to space and we are just lying about the shape of the Earth. So there's tons of different theories and different ways that this can go. And I'm not giving them all credit. <laughs> so or I'm not doing them all credit. So, yeah. OK. So where where is the unified theory for flat Earth? Like if I wanted to, as you said, look into it, um, what is the, <laughs> the kind of the best resource for me and um you know, the kind of the most scientific, I'm trying to throw him a bone here, Nate, don't laugh too hard. Uh, what is you're the, so nice. What is the most scientific resource on the internet for flat earth? If I, if I wanted to look into it, I'd say look into Rob Skiba. He's Rob Skiba and Marty Leeds. And they have a website. Uh, also, or? uh, I believe Rob Um, I think Marty Leeds 33.com and look into Eric Dubay, uh, Mark Sargent. They give same accounts of like, how these uh, tests all work the same way. Um, they all have different theories as to why this is a thing and, you know, the implications of it. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's the stuff. That's the stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It's like, what Rob Skiba into the Nephilim. Biz- biblical <laughs> cosmology. Oh, man. Have fun. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think he's kind of shown his cards too early. I don't know if I can trust him. Matt, where's your sense of wonder? Where's your childlike uh, sense of wonder? Yeah, my meaning maker is not stuffed up the ass of some guy that believes in the literal. I got into a lot of fights with his stuffed brothers. up Neil deGrasse Tyson's ass instead. No, right? it isn't, and it's and it's and it's definitely not stuffed up Bill Nye's ass either. I'll tell you that. But I but there is such a thing. Yeah, I mean, I have heck? I come from scientists, right? So it does strike close to home for me. And it's not just a tribal thing, but like there is such a thing as peer reviewed science and it's painstakingly put together and edited and researched well with thousands of tests and studies that cost millions of dollars and people put their whole life investigate into this stuff. And just to have some conspiracy theorists on a, on a website say, yeah, you're all liars. It's just, it's, it's offensive to the whole, to, to all of modern civilization. Like everything you look at outside your window that that's man-made is made by this information that's been researched and proven to be functional in reality. There are stranger things. There are, there are, isn't that a TV show? Yeah. Well, you show me the, you show me the upside, you show me the upside down and I'll, uh, I'll go there. (laughs) The Upside Down. This is a great place to maybe leave this just wandering, floating off into the universe. Oh, it can't. It's going to hit the dome. Yeah, if you're a dome guy. Before you hit the dome. <laughs> if you're a dome guy. Well, Dan, I'm sorry for um, yelling at you. I, I te- you're I either it. a dome guy or a smarts guy. What are you? What are you? And, and, and I don't mean to, like, I know I can be rough or whatever with my words. No, um, I, I love it. I fully invite it. I don't mean to be like, I don't. Yeah, mean Matt to makes use... for a good podcast, but he doesn't make good for a text thread argument. I don't you mean, mean to use hyperbole, uh, and and to call people <laughs> names or anything. But you know, I would say, <laughs> look into the science. 
<laughs> See how that works both ways. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, man. Uh, we got to do more podcasts on the meaning of, of truth and how to actually get facts because it's so difficult. I mean, just the just this topic alone just yeah. gets me thinking, like, what do you believe? What is truth? What like that's that's a big issue, I think. So if anything, Flat Earth is going to propel me that way, I think, which is a which is a good topic. You know what? Matt just dropped the mic and it went straight down. So I don't know if that helps prove the theories <laughs> or not, guys. But when, my, okay. when Matt drops the mic, it hits the floor and the podcast is over. There you go. <laughs> hey, man, you called me so, into this thing. That's what you get. Until next time, don't feed the trolls, whether they're <laughs> aliens or your Nephilim podcast co-host. Or Matt's, <laughs> Matt's tiny Grinch heart. <laughs> ten, ten sizes three too small. Three sizes too small. Well, you know, check the science. I don't know how many times it's too small, but look at the numbers. <laughs> You're a skeptical man, Mr. Grinch. <laughs> Your eyes can see the truth. Uh, I'm sure I've. Right. I'm sure part of it's been resonating with. Part of my anger has been resonating with some people, so that's the whole point of this. Most of them, easily. That's sure. that's the whole point of this debate is to is to show two sides, and I think I've done a, a decent job venting the anger yeah. of a, of a lot of people. Thanks, Dan. We we brought you on last minute. We I did my uh, interview on his podcast yesterday, and I said, "Hey, come yell at Matt tomorrow." And he's like, "Okay, maybe I'll." Yeah, Dan, you've been uh, you've been really gracious, and um, again, sorry if I yelled your ear off. Um, <laughs> But I, Anytime, I'm all for it. Yeah, I appreciate your willingness to come on and to, to share what you've learned. Appreciate that, man. Absolutely. Yeah, check out his check out his podcast. The system is down, right? Yep. Find it at tsidpod.com or on iTunes, all right. Stitcher, all that fun stuff. So, all right. And, uh, you have to register an alias name to listen to the podcast because <laughs> the government yes. will be tracking. The government's you. listening. So have, yes. Have a good go. night, good day, or a good. Walk on the disc, wherever you are. <laughs> Bye-bye. See ya. See ya.